everybody, welcome to episode 22 of the Dusty Bender Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Chance Watson. With me is your other host, Taylor Wells. Wellsy, what's going on? Not, well, quite a bit. I don't know how we're going to jam this into an hour, but um, <laughs> there's a lot going on. We're gonna know? we're just gonna shove it in there, and you know, just just close your eyes and jam it in. That's <laughs> too soon. <laughs> Not even that's, a minute in. I'm already. That's weird. All we've right. already got our episode title right there. <laughs> close your eyes and jam <laughs> it in. There you go. There you go. Yeah, we stick got it some, in. We got some good shit to go over. Today, yeah, though. we do. Really do. Uh, some exciting news too for NHL yep. Seattle. Yep. And I think with some of our other stuff, we're going to get a little fired up, so that'll be exciting for all the listeners. Absolutely. So, um, real quick, we'll just jump on uh, our newest stuff going on. Obviously, we've been talking a little bit about apparel. Um, that is ready to go. Um, we, we shot, we've got orders in place now for some of that to come in, so we're just waiting for it to, to pop up on our doorsteps. So, uh, yep. if you guys, obviously, we, po- we threw up a video or a, a post of the hat. Um, if you guys want a specific style or something, please let us know. I think I think we're gonna go really low tech on this and what probably just do a dusty bender Venmo. Yeah, that's probably about right. Probably about right. So, um, if you guys are interested, please just message us on Facebook or Instagram. We'd love to help you out. Um, we'll we'll give you a screaming deal. We're we're definitely not in this to make money. Um, basically, we're here just to cover the the operational costs of the podcast, and then we're 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 pretty happy. So we could get an Etsy account. We could. We we could just how that works. We could crochet, ha- like the logo, yeah, yeah. That's, or whatever. That's got to be a thing. Yeah, whatever you do on Etsy, I guess. Someone was telling me the other day that they they have an Etsy account to make baby car seat coolers. Okay, so we make we make a baby car seat cooler for the Dusty Bender podcast. That's what I'm thinking. I'm All right, we make a business deal. So we do we do hats, shirts, stickers, and baby seat coolers. Yes. All right. Well, I mean, it's a niche market, but I'm I'm down. <laughs> yeah, I'll see what I can. I'll I'll, uh, I'll get our representatives on the phone. We just got one drunk dad in like Texas. He's like, dude, that's awesome. That's fucking perfect. I'll take eight. <laughs> it's like, dude, do you have eight kids or do you just have that much beer? I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, it's actually, it's actually, his whole minivan is just cases of brew. It's like, God, that'd be perfect for these beers. <laughs> these guys are fucking good. <laughs> these guys are fucking good. Yeah, I'll pay two hundred bucks for that. That's easy. That's easy money. We'll just go. We'll just go dirt cheap on all of our other apparel. But the but the baby seat cooler is going to be like two hundred bucks. Yeah, don't skimp when it comes to your children or your beer. Yeah, that's that's my motto. I read not, that in the Bible, I think. Not in that order, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That's um, accurate. And Happy Mother's Day to all the to all the child having people out there. Yep, all of them. Um, all their hot, sweaty babies because they don't have the dusty bender car seat cooler. <laughs> sweaty baby. Oh, let's get going here. Let's that's let's fun. do it. Okay. Um, <laughs> Also, uh, check us out. We, we throw everything on Instagram, too, and I, I hear people do look at Instagram, so. Yeah, uh, I even, so, I yeah. even posted a couple. But yeah. Um, it just so happened that we were on the same page anyway, so. 
<laughs> we just said fuck it. Let's double up. <laughs> we uh, we both. Uh, if anybody follow anybody that's following our page, might have seen that we had two duplicate ref memes made almost simultaneously of each other after after San Jose's triumphant victory over Colorado, and uh, kind of showed our thought process. But we'll we'll talk about that game here in a little while. Yeah, we'll have to check on the uh, exact timing behind that. Be interested to see the lapsed amount of time that it actually was. I think it was like, I think it was like, yeah, something like that. I think it was like, like forty minutes or something. Yeah, there you go. That's a lot better. Um, okay, but let's get to our exciting news first. Seattle, we so have some Seattle news. We Gosh. we just posted the link to our page, just in case anybody's curious and you guys want to take a look at this when when you listen to this podcast. Pop over to our Facebook and check it out. But Wells, tell the people about this new fan page. So NHL Seattle has decided to make a page strictly for the fans. And the the thing that's different than like the other page, so I mean there is they already have a page which I mean in my opinion is fan based anyways, but this one's a lot more interactive. Um and so yeah, we did post it on the Facebook, but it's got some pretty cool things, uh just frequently asked questions that are on there uh, i won't go through all of them but you can kind of jump on there and check them out um it's got some just fan interaction so i mean it's got uh you know some what they call a depositor showcase so they're kind of going through all their people who have put the deposit down on on tickets and stuff like that um which is really cool it's cool to see every everybody else in the seattle area and and the surrounding areas getting into it um but then it's got stuff you know poll questions what what type of team names do you like the most? Um, the other ones, let's see, they got stadium music, um, food options. The other one that's really interesting is the what team colors do you prefer? So hmm. if you go to that one, I won't spoil it, but it's it's really interesting. I mean, it's narrowed I, down. It is narrowed down pretty good, which is is very interesting. Um, it and yeah, something that's. A little curious because we were we were trying to guess on it and uh, yeah they it, it's really cool to see them reaching out though right I mean you know this is this is something that's you know we could say you know red and black and we want the Metropolitans and they could do you know yellow and turquoise and they could be the fucking who knows you know yep. but it's still cool to kind of see them at least putting it out. Mm-hmm. And then you know, who knows? No, absolutely. Yeah. I I th- I think for our purposes, the best thing is the fan questions on here. They actually answer, yeah, a little bit. I mean, there's not some of the. I think the biggest thing is number one question on here. When will the team name be announced? They said potentially fall 2019. We can't wait either. So, yep. I mean, to me, that sounds like earliest best case scenario fall. Worst case scenario winter. Yep. Um. But as long as they announce it this year, I'm stoked. Yeah, I'm completely okay with that. Ooh, this timeline thing is cool too. If you if you Damn. ask me, with that with that like self imposed timeline, I think personally they've already picked the name, and they're trying to design a logo and color scheme at the moment. I'm I, with you. Remember remember we talked about this kind of though. So we said yeah. like you know they they were gonna kind of test it out. You know, like, mm-hmm. test the waters to see yep. if it was something that people actually liked or, you know, if, if they were on the same page as their fans. Because mm-hmm. that's what really matters. You know, they could put out whatever 
what is his name? Luiki or whatever. Fuck, whatever the fuck that Lewicki. is. Lewicki. Lewicki. You know, yeah. they could put a, put out whatever him and his buddy next door think is the right thing. But if you don't have the fans on, on board, you're fucked anyway. So. Right. Well, and it's going to be so difficult trying to release a color scheme in that town that's not blue and seafoam green. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. I mean, that's the thing is if you come out with a red and black like we kind of thought you know, from a lot of NHL Seattle and stuff that they yeah. were thinking about doing. Mm-hmm. I, you just, I think you're going to have a lot of pushback. And like, I think you were saying last week, anything are to get, you know, Carolina, they got a lot of teams with red in them already. Yeah. And not a ton with green. So I, uh, it was, I'll let everybody go and see them, but green was very prominent in a lot of their questions for the colors. So absolutely. That's um, a plus. I'll say yeah, you guys can. We like we said, we posted the link to the Facebook, so you guys can check out all this stuff. We'll just hit on a few things here. Um, how many seats will be the arena? Uh, seventeen cool. seventeen thousand three hundred for hockey. Not bad. Yep, it's a pretty good sized arena. Um, let's see. Uh, choose your seats. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, one of the one of the interesting ones for me was what's the age of your fellow fans? So. I mean, you know, we it's it's somewhat what we would expect, but like a majority of their fans are going to be thirty five to forty four year olds, right? Which is, you know, I mean, that's that's those are the people that are going to have the money and have the time and the interest in something like this. So, well, and you got to build a fan base. It's, I mean, not to give Vegas more credit than I already have, but like the fact that they sponsored youth teams in the area and built rinks and stuff, like that's so brilliant. Like it's a it's such a great PR move. Like it makes you look like a good guy, but also you're literally building your fan base. Like all of those kids will be Golden Knights fans, right? So exactly. it, it, it's just a it, it's brilliant. Yep. This is I, it, and we talked about it a little bit. It's a little clunky. It's like it's oh, like yeah. your grandma's fucking basement wall with all the pictures of all the grandkids on it. Like it's yeah. pretty. It's yeah. Pretty this fucking this shot. fan page. <laughs> it's it's kind of it reminds me kind of like a. My my Facebook or my MySpace page MySpace, back in yeah yeah oh, shit dude <laughs> oh kind of yeah put put the uh, put the border on that that's great uh, <laughs> use the Sanskrit uh-huh. <laughs> Times New Roman <laughs> where do I where do I scroll and find their favorite song uh, I think it's already playing in the background you can only hear my voice right now. <laughs> oh goodness yeah okay. this is cool though check it out this is this is good stuff. Definitely. It's so, like I guess the big store. yeah, our big our big news on that is, I mean, twenty nine fall twenty nineteen. That's when we, we get a team name, and that's, I mean, it's pretty exciting. Yeah, that's that's the epitome of our year this year. I think step in the right direction. I, I was right. hoping that they were going to uh, release it at the draft, but yeah, nah, it's okay. Not a big deal. They're not they're not drafting at this draft anyway. So true. We forgive them. Yeah, in fact, they're you know they're trying to get that done so they could maybe make a play for the next draft. So, oh god, I hope so. I hope they get that damn rink done. That'd be so cool. I we'd make a road trip out there do a do a live episode. Yeah, you better believe it. Goddamn right. Let's get in some news, huh? Let's move along. Um, so we got we today's news uh, category is gonna be strictly speaking Russians. And uh, I don't know why that is, but there's a lot of Russian news right now. Um, We're on let's... a watch list now. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Dude. Let's By both let's... Russia. And... Maybe maybe yeah. I can even maybe I can keep this up through the whole thing. Uh, so uh, today's news 
going to be about Russian hockey players. And uh, first thing we're going to talk about, Sergei Bobrovsky. He, he's, he's selling home in Columbus. It's it on market now. I feel I, like we're, we no, just... There's no way I'll be able to do that. I feel <laughs> like we just lost time. all of our Russian audience. Yeah. There They're like, this is... Over there in Europe somewhere. This is very... This is very offensive. I'm peaced. I... <laughs> I'm so peaced. <laughs> Don't talk like me. Don't talk like me. That, just because that sound like me exactly does not mean that I like that. Who this guy? He <laughs> get recording? Okay. Bug in my house. There you go. <laughs> It's uh, he's he bugged my house. I feel like I'm back home. Oh, Bobrovsky. Okay. Bob. So so Bob Bob doesn't have a house in Columbus anymore. So uh, uh, all signs point to after after Kekalainen said what he said. Fuck. Um. I, he, he. What is he doing? What is what is Kekalainen doing? He basically told them to go fuck themselves. Uh-huh. He basically said, "I I don't know." Did basically we talk? Said, about I don't him? want any of you. Well, he said, like, if you don't bleed, which I can, I can respect. He's like, look, if you don't bleed blue and like are proud to be a blue jacket, then we don't want you. Essentially, true. Which I get that, and and I respect it to an extent. But he fucked. What the fuck are they gonna do? They don't have. It's not like they like. Obviously, I don't know their pipeline, but I, they just sold <laughs> off their picks. So look, not, I mean, if their pipeline's not go- yeah. you know, golden. I don't know, man. I would be. I mean, he, he's probably bitter at this point. Like this guy has literally tried everything to try to convince these two guys to stay in Columbus. Yeah. And if they're not gonna, then he's basically like, "Fuck you!" Like I've literally tried everything. Yeah, and I think I basically we, sold our yeah. future to try to convince you that this is a Stanley Cup comp- competitive team. Exactly. Yeah, and I and I, I we've talked about it even where it's like it sure. you know it takes big balls to. Basically, go out, make all these moves, and like we had said, show them that yep. he was serious. Yep. And they still, Bobrovsky puts his fucking shit on. Like, they're they're they were never gonna stay. Um, no, unless they know. won the cup. Unless they won the cup, I think you're right. Is the only chance, and which is sad because you look at a team like that. I I mean they they lost to. A team that's showing us they're a fucking juggernaut right now. They're gonna. So. They're, they lost to arguably the favorite to win the Stanley Cup. I would completely agree. Right, at this point, um, yeah. we'll we'll get into that here in a second. But um, no, yeah. so yeah, Bob's. So if you're in the uh, Greater Columbus area and you're looking for a new place that's uh, only only partially bugged by the KGB, uh, how much was it? What did he put it on the market for? Uh, I think it was uh, five hundred thousand rubles. Mm, yeah. Well, that's perfect timing for the new Aladdin movie that's coming out. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that the same thing? I don't no, know. it's rupees, I think. Oh, rupees. Okay. <laughs> okay. Ugh, I knew it was something like that. Jaffa. Rup- <laughs> <laughs> if if only we had Genie in Mother Russia. <laughs> we need Genie to keep Bobrovsky and Panarin. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... Talking about where he's going to go, I I don't want to sit there and speculate that, but I've I've got this idea because it was early on that, you know, Bob, with especially Quinville going back to Florida, I would would make an argument that both Panarin and Bob go there. And I, I, in my head, like, I just, I feel like Florida is going to become the next Red Army of like, you know, when Detroit was the 90, the, the 97, 98 Red Wings were the Red Army. 
I just feel like that this is going to be cut. Wait, is Barkov is Finnish? Yes. Maybe? Barkov sounds Russian, though. It sounds Russian, Barkov. and I've even seen his face, and he looks Russian. He does but look Russian. He's a I think he, face. he might be Finn. I'm not sure. In any case, I'm just... I, I think I think we're looking at a new Red Army down in Florida. The the Russian Panthers. What's their draft pick? What are they? What are, what's Florida picking? Uh, yeah. I should have. It's that not. Up. It's not like the top five. Yeah, because they didn't. I mean, they did bad, but they weren't that bad. Like they barely missed the playoffs. If they take like not barely, but if they like if they take like the top Russian player, I'm gonna completely agree with you that they are forming the new Red Army. And then they take then then they're, they're gonna uh, pull Bob and and Panarin in. They just make they just make plays for everybody in the league. They take. Uh, um, Tarasenko. Fuck! If he doesn't start showing up, Tarasenko and Shmetchnikov, and then and then when all they're there, and then they're just like, we'll take Ovechkin. I don't care if he's thirty nine. Yeah, Ovechkin for a pack of Gatorade and a <laughs> box of cookies or something. I mean, at thir- at thirty nine, you know, I mean, Ovechkin's one of those like marquee players that could probably like he's a he's a Yager. He could play until he's what forty. Yeah. Wait, he's not thirty nine though, is he? He's like thirty. Oh no, no, he's he can play thirty four. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant to say. Yep. Um, yeah, I can't find the, I can't find the. Uh... Devils win NHL. I got it. Hold on. Okay. Well, I was also Devil. looking to see what Bobrovsky because it blew up my fucking Instagram for <clears throat> like an hour or two. Right. Right. Like, well, um, yeah. I mean, if if there's a lot of Russian players down there, they'll all be. I'll be singing the praises of arguably the best Russian hockey player, Vladimir well, the leader. Putin. Yeah, the leader of the Russian hockey player. The, the 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 leader of Russian people, Vladimir Putin. Now, if you guys want to know what we're talking about, pop onto our Facebook page and check out Vladimir Putin. Do, do we post the video of him falling or the one of him scoring? Uh. I don't remember. I have both pulled up, and they are okay. Well, we'll post both saving. to the Facebook. We'll make sure that they're both on there, so you guys can see. But um, boy, that uh, <laughs> guy's got, got some, some hands. Slick mitts, bro. Basically, we'll we'll walk you through this. Putin comes in on basically like a one-on-one, and any defenseman in the league could definitely defend him. But he makes this horribly awkward fake <laughs> shot. Makes the slowest Datsuki and backhand move in the world. The defenseman's just like, no, that's I I want family to live, and just skates away from Putin. And as Putin takes the slowest backhand shot in the world, the goalie realizes that he might actually block it if he doesn't raise his leg at the last second. And he goes, no, I want family to live as well. So that all works, and they, and so they're like, all right, yes, we we avoid death, and they. And they they let him score, and Putin Putin does what Putin does when he's excited, which is smile mildly. Well, but unf- I mean, I mean, you do see him, you know, before the game, he goes through, shakes the hand of the other team. You know, 
throughout that entire line, all he's saying is, I will fucking kill your family. Yeah, why? If I don't so have first off, <laughs> all right, what's worse, being on his team during this game or against him? Because, like, I, I, on first bet, it's against him. Like, obviously, like, but that's easy. Like, you've got to be able to just, but like, if, if you're on your team and say you don't, like, pass him the puck. <laughs> that, yeah, I mean, me. you're... <laughs> It reminds me of The Dictator. You ever see that yeah. movie? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't get a pass. He skates back to the bench. He's just looking at his bodyguards. Gives him the fucking, like... like Guy's like, not... Puts it to his, like, throat. Guy's not there anymore. He's just off the bench. <laughs> oh, they look into the stands and their family's just sitting there at gunpoint. That's and surprisingly they didn't show the stands very much. No. Okay. Well, but so anyway, the the, the unfortunate part of this is it didn't matter how many goals they let him score uh, on the victory lap that Putin was taking. He was waving at the empty stands and ended up tripping over one of the red rugs that they had brought out onto the rink. And at which point, I think every one of their players knew that they were about to be executed. So. Have we seen pictures of anyone that played in that game since? I, so what I think they're going like, to do need proof that they're alive. They'll cover it up. Like it'll like they'll be <laughs> they'll be the guys out there that wear the same jerseys. Like Vadim, Vadim number seventy four will still be there, but like Vadim is like like five feet taller now and looks completely different. <laughs> he hit growth spurt. Whatever. <laughs> they're like. Dude, you don't look like Vadim. It's like, no, I always been Vadim. <laughs> He's just got body doubles, man. I have. He had body doubles for all those players, just in just in case he. Hit I've the been Vadim. Hard. I've been Vadim my entire life. I am still Vadim. <laughs> That's, is that Russian though? Vadim can't be Russian. But Dimitri, there we go. Uh-huh. I I always been Dimitri. What are you talking about? I know Dimitri. I have six other Dimitris in the back. <laughs> Just in case this Dimitri do not pass me puck. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, shit. Well, either way, what I honestly am trying to find a, like, a, 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 there's got to be a way that I can save this video, you know? This is one that I want my children to watch growing mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, at least my dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, Mother's Day, you know, it's got everybody going, I guess. Too many mimosas in the morning. Yeah, well, I had one Bloody Mary and two mimosas, yeah, so. No, nothing wrong with that. No. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, nothing. All right, well, um, blew through the news. Are we ready for some playoff talk? Fuck yeah. Let's talk about the end of round two. We had two game sevens. We did, and uh, they, they, one ended the way we wanted. Well, not necessarily the way we wanted, but. I mean, we're happy for one, and then uh, not so much for the other. Um, let's talk about the one we liked. Uh, St. Louis pretty much dominates the entire game seven. Oh god! Uh, but now, okay, I, I said this to our Blues fan, our, our Blues friend. While the Blues won that game, they should have given Ben Bishop first star. Yes, I agree. Like. He is the only reason that that game went to double overtime because the Blues were absolutely outplaying them. Uh, they outplayed them basically ninety five percent of the game. Who who ended up getting it? Um, Maroon was it Maroon? Patty Maroon. 
Yeah, he did have a good that that line in general had a good game. It's but, a great storyline. It's a fantastic yeah. storyline. The, the St. Louis guy gets the goal. His kids there. He's happy. He's crying. Uh, we po- I posted some memes about how basically my entire feed was Gloria for like twenty hours. <laughs> I swear. I mean, if I didn't hear that song, I have now. Okay, wait. You you sent me this, and I didn't do my db podcast duties here okay is that the one from lumineers is that the one i'm thinking of lumineers what's what's this glorious song no it's sung by a chick named um oh hell now you got me on the spot i don't know her name off the top of my head i'm checking it gloria bell no it'll take five seconds uh, laura brannigan Laura Branigan. Okay. And it's a it was a nineteen eighty two hit song. It was like the top of the charts back in the day. And uh I looked into the story, apparently apparently just some of the guys on the blues were out partying and they played it at a at a club or something and they liked the song, so Okay, is this playing through my headphones or can you hear that? I can't hear it, no. Okay. But you can listen to this it. Is, Go ahead. This is fucking brutal, dude. <laughs> oh, Gloria! Oh, I know this. Okay. So, in addition, in addition oh, to everybody shit. loving that song, um, we posted on the page that uh, there was the the radio station. One of the radio stations in St. Louis played Gloria on a nonstop loop for twenty four hours. Hilarious, dude. <laughs> That's so funny. What an easy day for them, too. They probably took that day. They were probably so shit-faced in that fucking radio station. (laughs) Yeah, dude, it's on a loop. We're not doing shit today. What's what's the weather like today? Uh, Conference finals. That's what's going. It's sunny with a chance of Gloria. That's what's happening here. (laughs) Hey, you heard the song Gloria? We're going to play it. I want to play it again. Actually, they didn't. They actually didn't decide that they were going to play it on a loop. They just got fucking smashed. <laughs> and like the DJ just, just kept, kept like, forgetting. You ever heard Gloria, man? Oh shit! It ends, again. and they're like, "God, that's a good song." All right, next coming up, Gloria. <laughs> you guys heard this song? Oh, good for them. That's a that's mimosas. That's a that lot is, of mimosas. That is. I t- that is that is a DB pod. A uh, move right there. Something we would do. That is. I think actually our next podcast we should just put a song on the loop. Oh, All we right. should put Texas. Wait, Blue Texas Trucker. Blue oh, Texas Trucker. We can. Oh, oh, okay. We're gonna st- we're we're gonna steal another song now. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's make a mashup just so it doesn't like. There's got to be some copyright stuff we're gonna... that we can avoid with that. <laughs> we're gonna play like five songs on top of each other. <laughs> So that way you can't. <laughs> it's just a mess. Yeah, try to sue us because of that. Yeah, I dare you. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. Anyways, this game though, Bishop definitely should have been first star. Oh, he's the, he's the only reason. He's the only reason it wasn't fucking like five one, dude. No, it was a good game. And you know what? As much as I, you know, we 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 favored the Blues, but honestly, if Dallas took that game, still wouldn't have been sad. Like, I mean, Dallas no. is a good team, and they've got a good future. They do. That, they do. You know, they need to sign Zuccarello because he. They need to get Zuc. Yeah, sounds like he wants to stay. Um, Rupe hints my my sleeper pick for fantasy next year. I mean, he, there's good things. Yeah, uh, Heiskanen. You can't have Heiskanen back there and not be excited. Oh, that guy's uh, gonna Essa be. Lindell. He's definitely gonna win an Oscar here pretty quick. <laughs> but he's he's a good young player. 
Oh, God. Um, Fuck. Yeah, it's brutal, but it's awesome at the same time. He's going to he's going to be at the awards show, not not the NHL, the Academy Awards. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And <laughs> this year, and this the biggest flop, consecutive flops goes to uh, Yeah, but no, that that they they have they do have a bright future. And I yes. think they're a little old. They do have some guys that are a little old that I'd like <sighs> to see them move on from. I'd love to see them move on from Spezza. Yeah, he's going to um, but yeah, I mean, you know, there's a chance that they're going to be right back there next year. Yep. Just, no, they're going to be com- you know, they're going to be competitive. They're, they're not they're not too bad, and I think you know as much as their what was their president or something like that giving them shit at mm-hmm. the end of the year, I think it lit a fire, and I'd be you know, I especially think- especially considering how you look at the West, like the 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 era of well the very short lived era of Winnipeg and Nashville just dominating the West. I, I mean. I don't want to say that's over. Like they're still going to be in the mix of it, but they're not. I'm not. I, I'm not as scared of them as I used to be. Yeah, I agree. Like there's rumors swirling right now that PK is like definitely going to get traded um, to get a little something better on the front end for them. Gotta have, yeah, that, I agree with that. Though I mean, if if I'm Winnipeg, I'm sitting here. I don't know what's my problem with Winnipeg is maybe maybe I bought in too much with Hel- uh, Hellebuck, but. I think he's good. I don't. I really don't think their D is overly great. Yeah, maybe. You know, Big Buff's good. Truba's okay. Myers is okay. And then who's that other? Who's that other kid that? Uh, Hennessy, Hennessy, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, something. Like but that. Um, yeah, Morrissey. Either, either way, Morrissey. Morrissey. There you go, Morrissey. Um, you know, I think I think they're okay, um, but I think I think a lot of that back end. I mean, Truba and Morris here are both still young, so I mean, mm-hmm. you know, they they could come out of it. But I I agree. I think Hellebuck played like shit, yeah. and you know, but I don't want to call him one and done because. But he did have a good season last year, and I mean, he no, I you know, there's obviously just something missing with that Winnipeg team, but I think. I think I'd be a little more worried if I'm a Winnipeg fan than a Nashville fan because if I'm a Nashville fan, I know what my problem is. We we do right. not have offense. Have we need yeah. right. We need some goal scoring, and that's and and there's a simple solution. We've got a lot of depth on D. We could trade a piece or two and still be fine on the blue line. Exactly. So that's not the problem. Uh, Winnipeg, on the other hand, I think the biggest I would be more afraid because if I'm looking at that team, I don't think there's a definitive answer of what's wrong with them. Like, a, a, a true, like, recap yeah. is going to be needed to look at this team and say, all right, what is our problem? Because on paper, on paper, you've got Line A, you've got Kyle Connor, you've I mean, you've got a, a jam-packed top six with good offensive power. We just went through their defense. Like, those are big names that have good recognition. Right. And on paper, Connor Hellebuck's a good goalie. So, I, I mean... What does that tell you? Where, where, do, where do your eyes start going? I think they go behind the bench. Don't yeah, think? I mean that's the first place to look. Maybe you're not utilizing that team. Um, yeah. I've heard, I, maybe it's because he looks like a dick, but I am not. I just I'm not a Patrick Line fan. Mm. Like that neck beard just upsets me greatly. <laughs> it's called a near dude. Get it. Okay, well, whatever, whatever it's, it's called, glorious. it upsets me. So yeah, uh, but they're gonna keep him. They have to. Oh no, it's you're not gonna trade him just because you know. of his neck beard, but. Well, fuck. I've seen worse. I, 
<laughs> Certainly. There are uglier players in the league, that's for that's sure. That's true. Um, okay, anyway, back to teams that are in it. Um, so congrats to St. Louis. They're in it. Um, on to the other uh, garbage series. Uh, surprisingly enough, uh, c- congrats to uh, the National Hockey League referee. Oh, shit, the San Jose Sharks. Um, they, the San they, Jose referees. They moved on uh, after their, their best players uh, got them a few few calls, called off called off one of the <laughs> Avalanche's goals, and uh, they really just secured that for them. Uh, this is, okay, we can talk about the ref in a second. I, I want to mm-hmm. talk about, is that offsides? The, you can look at this two parts, and I'm and it blows me away in both. Like, first off, can you, have you seen that replay? Yeah, yeah. Okay, can you... 100% conclusively tell me right now that he's offsides. No. I I think he personally, like, I've seen it zoomed in. So I've seen, like, the zoomed in shot. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I, I think his toe is actually on the blue. Right. So, but, regardless. Yeah, so, I mean, I just, either way, right? When, right. when they're showing so, the replay and stuff, you can't fucking tell. Regard, okay. Regardless if you want to call it a game of hairs okay either way you've got to be it this should be like a oh he's guilty and you have to prove innocence that's not it like you have to be able to show that there is like white spit regardless if he's offsides or not right he's not part of the play right like he's he is no longer and so and this is the perfect point of this because they're like oh well you know if the puck goes to him then he's part of the play that's true a hundred percent if the puck goes to him then it's a then it's a too many men on the ice penalty Right. That's how it's always worked. But when he gets to a certain footage away from the bench, he's no longer he is invisible. He's not a player on the ice anymore. So I thought I always thought it was actively attempting to get off. Something yeah, essentially. Right. So you're you so you're close enough to the bench, you're actively and attempting It's like to 5 get feet or 4 feet. Once you get to that 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 distance from the bench, like you're no lo- you're no longer considered part of the play. And that's that's the point of delay, or that's the point of too many men. Is technically you can have six guys on the ice at one time, but if your team touches the puck while you've got that many on, then the play is called. Like that's when they definitively well, go. Yeah, technically they were. I mean, his team did have the puck. So, but that's my point. He did. He didn't though. Mm-hmm. And see, that's my point. Why'd they blow it? If if he was classified as a person on the ice. And it should have been a too many men on the ice penalty. Yeah. But he's not. So it wasn't. And then if 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 he's not part of the play, if he's not on the ice and that's not a too many of too many men, then that offside doesn't it shouldn't matter if his toes on there because he's not part of the play anymore. Right. He's getting off the ice. So I have two other things with this. Okay, go for it. Okay. Landeskog needs to get the fuck off the ice. I agree. Okay, that's. I agree. I mean, I you know, I I'm I'm with you. I think this is a blown call. There's there's no evidence that I saw watching this. They weren't showing. Maybe they weren't showing us. You know, his fucking skate cam or something. I don't fucking <laughs> know. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. Like his, I don't know what they're seeing in Toronto. We're going live to Landeskog's toe right now. <laughs> exactly. Like <laughs> ha, like they had to have had that footage to to make that call, and they just they're they're not showing us because they. Like we're gonna get another fucking apology here in fucking two days. I swear oh my god! That. See, and that's as as somebody who was 
a fan of a team that got fucked over by one of these apologies, like, I, it makes me angry when they do it. Yeah. It's um, like, why are you admitting you fucked up? Well, yeah, we talked about that last time, I think, where... Yeah. Just don't even apologize. It makes it worse. Like, you just you just told the entire world watching the Stanley Cup playoffs that you fucked up. Right. Like, um, yeah, so so hopefully they don't do that. Landis Scott, get the fuck off the ice. Um, you know, that's just fall over the bench. I, you mm-hmm. don't need to open the fucking door. You're a captain. You're a grown-ass man. Get your fucking ass off the ice, okay? That's my right. one rant against Colorado in this whole thing. And and that's uh, a fair point. It, it It is. And and two, how the fuck did the Sharks see this, right? No one on the bench fucking saw this. No uh-uh. one on the ice fucking saw this. I guarantee you it's some dude up in the fucking... Oh, of course. Like, up up in the boxes, and his sole purpose is to, as soon as the other team scores, start yep. finding a way, right? Finding a way to overturn that goal. Absolutely. That bullshit, dude. That is such bullshit. That's not how this fucking sport works. It's such crap. Oh, no, it, it, it really does it suck. I, I just, I, I am, I've always been on the side, because there's been a lot of people that complain about the offside reviews, and I've always been in the camp of, like, look, I like them because it's the right call. Like, if it was offsides and it was missed, we're getting the right call and it shouldn't have happened in the first place. But I am starting to come to the middle in the sense of, like, look, if it's one of the, if it's like a situation like this where we have to literally be on Landeskog's toe to figure out, like, just give him the fucking benefit of the doubt. Exactly. Like, if if it's that, if it's that, if it's not blatantly obvious, like, yeah, but I mean in the sense of, like, if you look at the replay for five seconds, you're like, "Ah, oh, shit, that's offsides. The ref definitely missed that. Then, okay, that's fine. But when you've got to, like, zoom in with a fucking microscope to, like, just give it to them. Yeah. Like, this isn't, fu- it's, ugh. And, and I, don't, I don't even, and that's the thing, is, like, the footage we've seen, I don't think it's conclusive. I, there's, no. There's just no way. In the moment, there's just no way. No. So unless they're not showing us something, um... You know, it's I personally I think it's got to come from somebody on the ice, and, and it's not and it's not reviewable. Like they they approach it like it's yeah. it's a like it's like a guilty until proven innocent thing where they approach it. We're like, okay, he's offsides, and we have to see that he's not. That's not how it works. Right. There was no offsides call on it's. There was no offsides call on the ice. Right. So he is onside until proven otherwise. And if you look at that video, there is. N- it is not conclusive enough to tell you could not look at that and tell me that he is 100% offsides. Yep, I agree. So, not and that's all and that's all excluding the whole, you know, too many men bench, you know, not in the play thing. Right. Cuz that's my point of like even if you want to analyze that, that shouldn't matter because Landeskog's not part of the play anymore. And this is, I mean, for me, it's not taking anything away from the Sharks. I think they they did dominate that game. Oh yeah, probably two periods, right? Oh yeah, there's two of the, the two of the. Three they were the they were the better team. Uh, I, as much as we hate them, like the, right. I, I told you, my heart wanted the Az to win. I thought San Jose was going to take it. They're definitely a better team than the Colorado. I was just hoping because I fucking hate them. Right. Well, and you know, and and not to get nitpicky with shit, yeah. McKinney got tripped on a fucking breakaway. Yep. Okay. And there wasn't even a tripping call, let alone a fucking penalty shot. I just I, it, that game killed me. I I I had to actually turn the sound off on that game, not just because Pierre was fucking there. 
Um, I fucking hate that tool. There's anyway. somebody that needs to get sent to Gulag. He was cheering for San Jose the whole. Don't I won't even get into that. He's a fucking. Cunt. Oh, because they want they you NBC Sports wants a Thornton Bruins mm-hmm. rematch so bad they can taste it. Yep, I agree. And yep. uh, to be fair, I don't think I think Boston's going to fulfill their end because Carolina's playing like dog shit. But but I think St. Louis is really going to get screwed out of this. You think you think they're gonna go three for three on fucking the other team that's playing San Jose? Oh, absolutely! I think it's gonna happen for sure. I think oh, it's Christ. look once once is you know okay bad call, but th- this is two game sevens now that they've gotten favorable fucking bullshit. That's very true. Very I just true. it's and then this this last game. I'm sorry, uh, you can nitpick all you want. But three power plays in the first fifteen minutes for San Jose. Yeah, five on three. I just, um, I'm sorry. Like that's just bullshit. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it's it's tough because watching it with people who don't even really know hockey. Um, yeah. You know, it, that's that's the thing is I, I had people even at work that were like, "Damn, I mean, is that like what's going on?" And I'm like. Yeah, yeah. What is that, going on? Can't be good. You fucking man. tell me because I've been following this sport my entire life, and I can't fucking uh, tell you. And, and and don't get me wrong. Again, just like the Colorado game, uh, Sharks were way better. Like Sharks yep. were the better team against yeah. St. Louis. Um, you know, but I I do think they they were they missed a lot. They really Blues played a lot. Blues played about a period. It's, true and. Yeah, it's just uh, the 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 one that stands out to me is the one that they called um, Sorensen was going to the net and he yeah. fucking fell on his own. Yep, and they gave him a hooking call. I'm like, yep. what are you doing? That's not even close. That's not even close to what the right call would have. The the, the only call I would have made there would have been high sticking because his stick does come up a little bit. That's the only one I would have been anywhere close to. And they called a fucking hooking. I just. I at that point I almost turned it off. I was like, I just can't do it. It's so blatantly one sided, dude. It's, it's so, so bad. bad. So it is. Bad. It is so bad. And I don't. I just don't know where it's coming from. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm really not. I'm not the first person to like call NHL conspiracy. I usually a lot of people. They, they always like to say that the NHL's, you know, pulling the strings, yeah. and I am not one of those people. I am more of in the camp of. These refs are incompetent. Yeah. It's more, it's not like, oh, it's not like the NHL is feeding into their microphone saying like, this is, this is Vladimir Putin. I need you to make this a trip or you go to Gulag. Okay, a trip. All right, trip. It's a trip. Yep. (laughs) Trip. (laughs) Hooking. Right. (laughs) Uh, No, I don't think that's that. I think it's just, uh, we've got. I don't know what it's been with the refing. The I mean, the NHL rulebook is so convoluted now because we we have tried to make this sport quote unquote safer and, and fair and, and more fair. I guess is the and you know what topic, I'm as you know what you and I we obviously are we we had our own type of hockey player when we played hockey. We were not the big goons, okay, and we grew up in an age where. Big goons still kind of dominated the league a little bit. Mm-hmm. Now, nowadays, the NHL has moved to where it, it, it basically small, fast guys are safeguarded. Right. You know, the, the, the game 90s, 80s, and, and beyond back, 
the game was not about speed and skill because back then you tried that shit you'd get fucking two-handed in the face right you know or taken out by a big guy nowadays there's too many rules that make it difficult for them to do that and i'm not saying i want to go back to that but i'm saying like when we start throwing in all of these rules it gets so complicated that it makes the ref's job like impossible what they're damned if they do and damned if they don't and i'm not I mean, at the end of the day, I'm going to be the one that still says that they're full of shit. But we're going to have to. I, we're going to just have to, like goalie interference, for example. Let's not to go off on a tangent, but what happened to the days where if a goalie was in his crease and a player went into the crease and bumped him, and if there was a goal, that was goalie interference. If the goalie left the crease and got bumped, then it was not goalie interference. What happened to those days where it was black and white and easy to call? Hmm. That doesn't bring in the fans, Chance. I, you're right. You're a hundred percent right. But <laughs> it's all about money, dude. You're a hundred percent right. But I, I just that's to me that made total. Like even when you and I grew up, we were taught like if you go in the goalie's crease and you bump him, you, I mean, don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. You're either yeah, a gonna get your ass. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna get your ass kicked. A, if you score, it's not gonna count. B or C, you're gonna get a goalie interference penalty because the crease is his sacred domain. Like, that's just, you didn't do it. And then that's how it used to be, like, even into the early 2000s. If if a player went, players could go into the crease all they wanted, and they could even play the puck in the crease. But if they made physical contact with the goaltender, it was goalie interference. Right. But then, uh, yeah. And, and But uh, that's black and white. Like, I, yeah, you're right. It's too easy. That's too easy. And I, and that's the thing. They're trying to make it too fair, too safe. And, and I, I do like the safety thing. You know, I don't want someone getting fucking cleaned and, and you know, if, if they're on my team and my favorite player gets cleaned and gets cheap shotted, I don't want to, I don't want to see that. But, you know, this, this whole fairness thing, um, it's like baseball being able to fucking challenge a fuck, you know, go to the video review on a first base throw. Like, right. That's a fucking joke. Um, like we've, and, it's, and, and this one, yep. this one with the fucking skate and Landis Gog, that is to me that is the biggest joke. Yep. Like they just made this fucking game a joke. And they it just not to take anything away from San Jose because I do th- I mean this is, they, this is a good team. This is a They were the better team. They were the better ones and and uh, I they mean were as yesterday. much as yeah. yeah, they were yesterday yeah. too. Yep. They they're a damn good team. Um the hockey gods are on their side and you know I I hate to be that guy. I do I do reef on the refs a little bit more than I probably should, but fuck. Fuck, you were one-sided yesterday. Fuck, you were one-sided in both those Game 7s. It just, at some point, it's got to it's it's got to be reeled in or, or we're going to take this season as a joke. You see what I'm saying? We like, just need you, to, you know, we need to simplify, we have to simplify these calls in the sense that, like, what was the one, the, the reverse hit in the Game 1 of Boston with Dougie Hamilton? Did you see that stupid thing? No. It was, I I can't, I think it was maybe Coyle. Coyle was going in, maybe not Coyle. I can't remember who it was, but a Boston player was going in to make a hit on Hamilton. And Dougie jumped up and did a reverse hit because he was going to take the brunt of it. He was just basically bracing for the hit. He jumps, Google it while I talk about it. Okay. Um, but uh, Laura Branigan's song's up. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> has it been on straight repeat since we brought it up? Yeah. Of course it has. 
I'm playing it on 996 St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is. Uh, Dougie Hamilton hit. I'm going to hit re- reverse hit. Maybe. D- questionable call. Send Dougie Hamilton to the box twice in game one. Okay, this might be it. I sent it to you. But yeah, anyway, so Dougie Dougie gets he jumps up to basically defend himself and he gets a penalty. It was it was just adding insult to injury. It was such a bullshit. It was such bullshit. Oh yeah. Oh, so there was two of them actually. So this is the first one that sends like Dougie gets hit and they call him and then he does like a reverse hit later on and it's oh yeah, watch both of these. That's so in any Ooh, case. Svechnikov getting smoked from behind. Yeah. It probably wasn't a call, was it? He got... Svechkov got called. Svechnikov got the penalty on that one. Oh! It was... He gets yeah. smoked. So, and Svechnikov got the penalty. Who is that? Who's 52? 52 probably should have sat for a little bit. That was actually probably closer to intent to injure than... Oh. You'd think. And then come up to, yeah, so at 51 seconds on that video is the Dougie Hamilton one. The one that I'm talking about. But it, my point on this is you watch these hits, and they're just hockey plays. I don't, it, there's, what? I just he wish. called for that? Oh, I didn't see. So this is the only game I didn't watch this week. Okay. I just wish that there was oh, some consistency. If they're going to let it go, trash, l- let it go and let them play old school hockey. If you're going to call it tight, shit. then call it tight like you've got to call everything but this arbitrary bullshit is just infuriating oh yeah look at brindamore brindamore is not happy dude he's a scary dude that's a good fucking hit yeah wow yeah that's i didn't so i didn't see that game damn okay brutal okay yeah that that was a that so i knew uh, so we're going to get to the picks here in a second, but I, and I'm going to say Boston and five. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I watched this that first game one, game one, Boston played the in my opinion played the worst game they have played in the Stanley Cup playoffs so far, and they still won. Like yeah. they were, Carolina was out skating them for literally two thirds of that game, and they still lost. Mrazek is finally becoming Mrazek again. He's showing that he's not the... I I don't... I mean, I was giving him... He's giving him credit, man. I was giving him credit, but there's a reason why the Red Wings got rid of him. And it's... If people want to think back for a second, because everybody's giving Mrazek some credit, think back to the game, the seven-game series. Yeah, he had moments, but he sported the Capitals a lot of goals. Yeah. Like two, three goals in a few of those games. And... Thankfully, his offense bailed him out, but uh, sorry, I'm just not, Mrazek, I've always thought that he's not the real deal, and he's, unfortunately, is the answer, though? I think he's better than Mrazek. Yeah, they showed his stats uh, today, because even the announcers who usually don't know shit knew what they were talking about, because he needed to get fucking pulled after at least, I would have pulled him after three, Yeah, uh, you know, at least. And they four fucking it. left him in for six. 
Yeah, that's rough. Uh, that's I, a whole yeah. other story. I could fucking go off about that shit, dude. Ooh, I, that's fucking terrible, coach. I'd say I'd say you start Mraz at game three, which they're going to. They're gonna, you're gonna you got to start you got to start him and see if he bounces back because you got to give him the you know what you can have a bad game this is still your net but if he drops an egg again you start you start Mechelhaney in that game four. Oh, that's such a hard. My my thing is with that. Um, fuck, he has he has not looked good. You can't you At can't all. pull the in both games. You, he hasn't looked good. You can't pull the liner gre- the the liner grease thing. Uh, you know what I mean? Like you can't do that. Like if you I got just, you give. I don't believe in Mrazek like I do Leonard though. That's true, but uh, Mraz, like I said, you let him start game three to see if he you know you you do a good you do a reverse psychology and let him you know keep his. You're like yeah, this yeah. is your net. You know you're you're we have confidence in you. You're gonna bounce back. See if that works. If it doesn't, you start McElhaney for game four. And you move on from there because McElhaney, you could argue he had just as good a series in, uh, when Mrazek went down against the Islanders. Yeah, so that's that's my point. He's got a in that scenario, he's got a two goal leash for me. Yeah, he lets in two quick ones or two sloppy ones. He's fun. Mm-hmm. He's gone. I just I'm, I can't. That's thirteen goals, and not even three games. You know, yeah, if he were to I, do something it, like that. This That's this series this series is over in four or five. Uh, it's I I want to say that I, how I think it's going to do is that Carolina will take one in Carolina and then yeah, they'll go back and Boston yeah. will take it in five. So I, I I was seeing a little bit of noise on this one though. Mm-hmm. Capitals went up two rip. I'm almost positive in the series that they went up two rip in the series and Carolina came back and beat them in seven. Let's see. Uh, yeah, it was home. The first two. Yeah, it was home and home. So, I mean. Maybe you go back to Carolina. In the water, dude. They're putting something in the water there. Maybe you get back to Carolina and your, you know, your fan, your strong fan base re-energizes them. And, yep. okay, maybe. Carolina has had an, an immaculate record at home in this playoffs. If they win game three, they're right back in it. If they lose game three and win game four, it's over in five. No fucking way. It's yeah, yeah. It's over in five. I I wouldn't be surprised if they lose game three. They're swept. Honestly. Yeah. Okay. All right. By yeah, that. That's, so that's uh, a heck are you? Of a ser- that, I mean, so we thought. <sighs> admittedly, I kind of had a feeling Boston would just dominate them. Oh, I had um, the. F- but, I've always yeah, saw them as the favorites. Did you? Yeah. Oh, they're oh, the, in they were the series. In the series, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. I just I thought that Carolina's strength was going to carry over, and it's just it's just not. You know they're yeah. it, it, they're they're playing like they're playing like this is you know game sixty two in the season. They're playing like they ate a poop sandwich. <laughs> you know I had to say poop sandwich. Poop sandwich. Holy! Who even says that? Don't know. No, I, I, Justin Williams. I say, like, Justin Williams was upset though. That's for sure. Yeah, you know it's really bad when Williams says the word poop sandwich. That's, that's when you <laughs> say when anybody says poop sandwich. If 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 you're if you're just work and they're like, wow, that's a real poop sandwich. I'm gonna if if I can, I'm going to use that in a high level meeting one of these days. <laughs> yeah, like we could do that, but we'd be eating a real poop sandwich. <laughs> 
Oh, shit. The All safety right. committee. Yeah. Um, oh, bounce over to San Jose, St. Louis. Uh, what are yeah. we thinking here? Uh, I got a question before we even get into this, and I've okay. seen it multiple times from a bunch of different, pro- obviously, Sharks fans. Yep. Timo Meyer, is he elite? Is he going to be or is he now an elite player? <clears throat> no. I don't think so. I wouldn't say so. And it's not being being biased. That's me. Like, uh, like a com- honest comparison of other people in the league. Uh, uh, he's not, in my opinion. <clears throat> I'm not yeah, saying I... that doesn't that doesn't mean he's not skilled. I'm right. just saying that that's not. He's not to me. He's not a. He's not a Austin Matthews. He's not a Mitch Marner. He's not a Connor McDavid. He's not a Sidney Crosby. He's not a Dylan Larkin. He's not a Patrice Bergeron. Right. He's yeah, not. I, I'm, I I I would agree. I I had to look, go look at his stats because um, mm-hmm. a lot of the people, all, their big argument was he had a great year. Um, they they have a lot of good talent on that team, right? You, you, Eric Carlson scored. The, Eric Carlson scored forty goal or William Carlson scored forty goals last year. I wouldn't say yeah. that he's late. Right. Um. Yeah. I yeah I completely agree and I and and that's the thing is people were pointing point, you know pointing back towards his points and look he's got a hell of a team around him and yeah. is he skilled yeah but I think his ceiling is seventy points I don't think he's elite I don't think he'll ever be a guy that gets up in the hundred range that's no, he's that, like a he's like a thirty forty guy or thirty thirty guy or yeah exactly so you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, I heard a lot of I heard a lot of that after yesterday's game. Oh, that, of course, that makes me laugh a little bit because that just is the epitome of a Sharks fan. Oh, uh, don't even talk to me he, about. He I had can't. a great he had a great game. Uh, he did, but the, the second that he has a good game in the playoffs, you're going to tell me he's elite. No, that's not. Uh, it's, that's not. That's funny. That's laughable. But um, and is Thornton the biggest baby? I dude, he I am a baby. So, I couldn't even believe it. If this ends how I think it is, I want Brad Marchand to lick his fucking beard and just like him uh, have a I heart attack. Eat. I want him to take a chunk out of his beard and then just fucking you, rip it out. The second that Marchand does that, Thornton's gonna look straight to all four <laughs> refs on the ice. <laughs> He's such a whiner, dude. I couldn't I, believe it. I am I like, so you are a grown of, man. Look, I, I again, I uh, he is he is to me. Joe Thornton is on the same level as like one of the Sedin brothers. Like he is a good goal. He's a good player. He's right. had a great legacy. Henry. But what's that? He's he's in the Henrik Sedin right gets but, off. Category. But if you asked me if Henrik or Daniel Sedin are one of the greatest players of all time and deserve to be in the Hockey Hall of Fame, uh, no, they don't. They 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 never won a cup. They didn't. Say, I mean, they had great scoring records for the Can- the Canucks, right. but they're not. But they weren't. I mean, they're not the top of the. They're not the best. They were good you just players. Jinxed it, bro. Now you jinxed it. What? Now they're gonna fight. Now, now fucking Jumbo is gonna walk in. He's gonna win a cup, and he's gonna call you. He's gonna text you. Actually, he doesn't even respect you enough to call you. He's gonna text you. He's gonna say, "See that motherfucker? Now should I be in the? Now should I be in the Hockey Hall of Fame?" What no, do you think? because there are guys that have Stanley Cups that don't deserve to be in the Hockey Hall of Fame. I, I'm That's saying true. to. To get into the Hockey Hall of Fame, you have to check a lot of boxes. And I just don't think... I mean, I think Joe has been great for San Jose. He's a marquee player for them. I I mean, it's how I look at... um, I'll take my own team as an example. The Detroit Red Wings. 
is Larkin going to be like the marquee player for the Red Wings for the foreseeable future? Yes. Is he going to, you know, maybe if he picks up some more skill, is he going to set some personal team records? Maybe like eventually maybe break Zetterberg or, you know, Lindstrom's point records or whatever, but it's possible. But as of right now, he's not, he's not an elite player. Like he's not, like he's not hockey hall of fame. Yeah. And I mean, hockey hall of fame is like, we're talking, we're, we're talking guys that were, you know, they, they've got the cup rings. They've got the scoring titles. They've got the Selkies. They've got the, the rocket Richards. They've got like those guys, you know what I mean? Right. It's like, I, I'm not trying to take so, away from him. I'm not so, saying that he's not good. Like he's definitely had a great career. It's right. just, it like, just because you were, he is the marquee player of the Sharks. They should definitely retire his number. Like, I mean, that's, but he's not, he's just, he's not Hockey Hall of Fame to me. Yeah. I, it, it, it'll be tough. It, especially if, like for me, if they can go and win it this year, I mean, he's still noticeable, you know? So it's not like he won the cup when he was just an old fart and didn't do anything. He's still noticeable out there. So if they if they are able to get past the Blues and then get past, let's be real, Boston, um, you know, I'm 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 gonna have to kind of rethink that. But um, he, you know, he I I agree to an extent, um, and that's kind of that was a Ducks fan. He's he's damn good, and he's been damn I good f- for a long time, dude. <laughs> right? Let's let's not let's not like count our chickens early. Like I definitely think the Blues are gonna make this a series. That that first game, our our friend made a good point. That like three penalties in the first fifteen minutes, like th- you're already you're already on the defensive. Yeah, and it five on shifts three was the dagger. Five on right. three was the dagger, and it shifts momentum, and it just really kills any pacing that you have. Plus, you're you know you're on away ice. That sh- that place is fucking brutal on away teams. Like mm-hmm. it's it's. Well, I, and- I definitely think I definitely think St. Louis is going to rebound and make it a series. I just. With, with what we've seen so far, San Jose is the better team, but we've seen what it's the Blues game. are capable of. Yeah. We've seen well, what the Blues think, are capable so of. So I think San Jose has won the first one in every series, and then yeah. the other team has come back and won game two. Okay. I, well, let me fact check myself. But I think I think that's and, – and I don't see it changing. Right. Yep. No, I think Vegas it's – um, we're gonna have if they're gonna rebound. Um, Bertuzzo was out there in the last game. I think he's gonna get replaced with Gunderson. Yeah, um, that'll oh, be a, a huge. Yeah, that'll be a huge addition. Um, yep, and Colorado little, came came in one game two in the Shark Tank. A little more physicality. Yeah, if the, if St. Louis can go back to St. Louis with a, with a one one series, that they'll they'll take that as a win. They just need to they need to not follow in the foot. They just they have to put them down quick. Yep. Because I swear to God, if this goes to another game seven. And they, it comes down to another fucking goddamn ref call. <laughs> you know, if it goes to seven, <laughs> the penalties are going to be like. Yeah, if you're if you're sitting there and you're like, if you're Tarasenko going into game seven, you're like, oh, this is fucked. Yep. This is all right. All right. So, nobody, nobody touch other shark player. Don't. Don't, or I'm going to Florida. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, going, to, going to go play with my Tarasenko. comrades. Speaking of Tarasenko, yeah, that gentleman quiet. needs to fucking show up. Yeah, he's... he looked like shit in game one, and he they need him. He has he has five goals, and so fuck they've played thirteen games. He's got five goals. He's I don't know why I don't know why it all goes back to Russians games. on this episode, but 
what I, I called this, so I, I was telling Devin this, it goes back to what I refer to as young Ovechkin syndrome, True. where, look, look, if you look at Ovechkin's game now versus how he used to play, like how he used to play was just a, a cement brick on the gas pedal, all offense, all the time, right. never back check, no defensive mindedness, no two-way play, nothing. He was still scoring lots of goals, but he was a defensive liability on the ice. And I'm not saying that Sanko is that, but it's Sanko, you can just tell. Like, he he doesn't have a lot of interest when he doesn't have the puck. And he needs to be more active without, he needs to be smarter without the puck, if that makes any sense. Yeah, so watching that game, even the announcers, uh, on the Jaden Schwartz, the, the first goal, he passes that off he drops it to fucking schwartz and he goes to the fucking corner yeah and they even the announcers are making comments about it and you go back and you watch the tape he's just he's not hungry no you know he's thinking he's just gonna his scale like people are just gonna go oh shit it's tarasenko like might as well give him the whole fucking ice and walk down and score and honestly when has anybody thought that like i I it's no what, like maybe that first year, that that breakout year that he had, they're like, "Oh, this kid's for real." Like maybe, but after that, like when? I mean, when has anybody ever thought that? Like even even the year when Schwartz had that breakout year. Yep. Like no one thought that. I don't know. I just not not to upset our buddy, but I, I've always thought Tarasenko was a bit overrated. He's not yeah. a bad player. It's it's similar to Joe Thornton. Like everybody's saying, "Oh, it's all it's, it's no." He's not bad. He's just not everybody. He's he's being held to a superstar standard, and he's mm-hmm. not. And he's just not. Yeah, I agree. I Sorry. Think, yeah, I think I I think actually I, I think O'Reilly is the best player on that team. I agree. He looked he looked good. Um, the, they just they need some production. I mean, their third line of uh, Bozak, Maroon, and Thomas. That's their that's been their best line. Yeah, it has that line been. Is, Honestly, that line has literally carried this fucking team, and like, right. you gotta get something. You gotta get production from that top. I mean, Schwartz. Schwartz has been their best player. He yeah. is hungry. He's he looks like he's ready to win. Like, he, and you've got to get Senko doing that. Like, he's exactly. got to want to fucking. I I hate that because that's such a cliche. Like, he's got to want it. You know, it's I don't I don't want to say it's like he doesn't want it enough. You gotta but, get mean, right? But I mean, he's got to. He has to like find a way. To keep focus throughout the game and not just when he's got the puck on his stick. Yep. yep. He needs You're to right. find a way to like always be like it's most of the game. Like you don't you don't have the puck most of the game, so you have to make sure that you've got your positioning down, you're covering men, or you're just being active, so you're getting into the position to be able to get the puck. And he's just not doing that right now. Yeah, and they they need him to. I mean, he's he he you know even even with him being overhyped right and i i as hurtful as that might be to st louis fans uh he's he is elite if he wants to be right. he's a good player i don't want to say it in the sense just, of he's a bad player like when right. i say he's not elite i don't mean it like oh he sucks he doesn't he's a great hockey player yeah. it's just I, I think when you hold him to the standard of like a, a you know if if you're saying that he's the Connor mcdavid of the of the st louis blues you're yeah you're you're, gonna you're not a day Right, you're yeah, not. Like, yeah. you're going to be disappointed He because that's not him. He's not your Alex Ovechkin. He's not your Crosby. He's not your Larkin. He's not, you know, you know, pick the top guy from every team. Right, I, I think he's more of a 70, 80, 90 point player. 
That's yeah. that's that's his range, I think, for me. Where that's yeah. that's still pretty damn good. He's that's a, a he's Phil a, Kessel. That's he's a, a, yeah, he's a Phil Kessel. He's a Max Pacioretty. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, but he needs to show up, and I think he will. I really do think Blues are going to come out, and I think they'll I think they'll take Game Two, and they'll you know put the kibosh on whatever Game One funk they had, you know, whatever they were in. Um, I I think I I just don't think they played Gloria enough. You know. That's not, yeah. Well, I mean, you can't hear Gloria when you're in San Jose. So. Is Laura Branigan still alive? They no. need her to sing it. So oh, she's not. Damn. Okay, no, dude. This was this was a big controversy. Actually, they talked about it on another podcast, uh, uh, Puck Soup. People. So there is there is a verified Laura Branigan Twitter, like with the blue check mark and everything, and that Twitter account was cheering them on, like, oh yeah, go Blues, like ever, like. They're all about it. And then even a woman who looks like an older version of Laura Branigan posted a photo with a Branigan <laughs> jersey on. But oh, it turns out shit. they had to finally clarify it that this is actually Laura Branigan's manager who handles her legacy after she died. And she passed away in like 2004. Dude, I mean, she's been – she's decomped already. Right. So <laughs> – so they they made the great point on the show. They're like, "What if Branigan just fucking hated the Blues? She was like a like a diehard Devils fan, God, and her manager's was. making money off of them now." I hope she was. I hope she was a Devils fan. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, in any case, good um, for good for Betsy or Barnigan. <laughs> Betsy Bardigan, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, she's. But yeah, she like she had to clarify on there because everybody was like, "Oh yeah, like you should come out and sing the next one." You've it's aged like, uh, so well. Yeah, oh, she done. Yeah, oh no, I mean, if you, I mean, it's similar, but the woman that was in the jersey did not look like she aged well. Like, mm. ugh. yuck, saggy. Yeah, not not great. But no, that was that was pretty rough to be completely honest. Yep. But all right, so one game, or I guess. One game into the West and two games into the East. Who's taking each one? Boston and Carolina split games in Carolina. And I think I think St. Louis takes the next one. They go back to St. Louis. And unfortunately, I think they split in St. Louis too. Okay. The, I, agree it's, with, it's, I agree with that. It, it's too... The Boston one, that one, I'm I'm less confident about that. Like honestly, with how these these last two games went, Boston could totally have all the momentum and just sweep them in Carolina. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, that being said, I mean Carolina. Carolina does have a don't don't quote me on no. They definitely lost in one. They only lost like one home game in Carolina this whole playoffs. I think it was like game. I want to say game six. No, mm, I don't even think so. Because I think game seven was the one that the, game seven was in Washington. The away, team, the away team won their first. Yeah. Well. Yep. Yeah, was. you're right. So Carolina has never lost at home in the playoffs this year. Yep. yep. So there's got to be something yeah. said for that. And and I I'm with you. I think I actually you know what I I am with you. Because I think I think Boston still goes in. I think I think Carolina, even though they win Game Three, I think Boston goes in and still takes four. So I mean, that's that's 
I mean, what we've seen, that's actually kind of bold because Carolina's pretty fucking rowdy. And that's not even to mention that uh, old balls Don Cherry was fucking halftime showing last night and hates them. But, yeah, I, I really do. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. I think I think they'll split. Um, I, but I can I can also see it going back to Boston and it's tied up. And I think yeah. I think the San Jose and Blues series can do the same thing because Blues Blues have proven that they're not that great at home. To where I they're think they're not consistent, there too. right? They're not consistent at home. Yeah, they're not. They're not a home advantage team, right? And I think and I think San Jose is, but for some reason they've let that second game go. And yeah. I mean, fingers crossed that they do. Um, so are you, are you leaning more of like a? Two in the, the two wins for San Jose at home, and then two in St. Louis. Uh, no, I think St. Louis regroups. Okay, and I think I think they go and and I think both series, and this this is a little bit ballsier in the Bruins and Carolina series, but I think both series go back, and Game Five, they go back to the starters, and it's all tied up. Okay. I am optimistic. Uh, so early, early prediction, just to be pessimistic, I'm going to say in this series, I'm going to say San Jose in seven. Yep. Uh, just to be pessimistic, I like I said, I'm my my entire heart and soul is with the Blues right now. I'm going to sing Gloria every morning. I'll make a sacrifice to the hockey gods. I want, I want them so bad to win the series, and I, I will be the first person to happily say that I'm wrong in my game seven San Jose prediction, if that happens. But yeah, with, with what we've seen so far with how it works out and with the NHL, I don't know. There is probably definitely something to be said about the Thornton Bruins rematch. Yep. Conspiracy theory. Like, you know that there's so many people in the NHL that just are clamoring that cause they can market the fuck out of it. Yep. I agree especially in that Boston market. So we'll we'll see. I'm I'm hoping that the Blues can pull it off. They can fight through the bullshit ref calls and whatnot. <laughs> uh, nobody has yet, so that'd be a feat and a half itself. So Yep, that's uh if, if 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 the Blues can overcome San Jose's most valuable players, those those guys in the black and white stripes. Yeah. Um they can they can come back in the series. Yeah, they were lo- those Black stripes were looking a little teal to me last game, but dude, they need to resign them. That's what I'm saying, dude. I don't know, you know, we're, they're hoping the salary cap goes up because they got to get those three signed. <laughs> Damn it! Oh, All right, you want to wrap this up? Oh yeah, I'm over it. Perfect. All right, everybody, um, thanks for listening to us. We're gonna have this episode up on Buzzsprout, our as usual, our newly designed website. We kind of like the way it looks. Um, the website's also available on Facebook. You just got to click on the link and you can go right to it. We're also on iTunes, Spotify, or any of your favorite podcatchers. Please follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We are we are constantly posting funny funny stuff on there, not to mention the latest Seattle news. Um, and, uh, boy, I think, that's, I think that's it. Wells, got anything else? Yeah, but I can't get it to go. Here we go. <laughs> All right. On that note, I think I think we're gonna have we're gonna have Laura Brandigan sign us off here. Come on, Laura. All right, we can call it. All right. All right. <laughs>
<laughs> See you later, everybody. Bye.